I'm Alan Winson, and this year, 2023, for Passover, I walked with peace activists from Las Vegas to Creech Air Force Base, the center of U.S. drone warfare, and then to the Nevada nuclear test site, where, until the early 1990s, my country detonated over 1,000 atomic bombs, mostly in the Nevada desert, on land previously occupied by the Western Shoshone indigenous people. The craters that were left have been used to train astronauts navigating the lifeless terrain of the moon. I went because I wanted to learn why, for the past 40 years, people of various beliefs and ethnicities gathered in Las Vegas to walk the 60 miles to the entrance of the Nevada nuclear test site, where armed military stopped them at a broad white line in the desert road. Why each year they went to plead for an end to nuclear armament, when the need is so dire and change so impossible. Thursday, the final leg of the Sacred Peace Walk. We were awakened by drums summoning us to the sunrise celebration by Western Shoshone leader Johnny Bob. Okay. We're say our prayers for our Mother Earth, air, water, whatever you feel like you're praying for. Praying for our children that's coming up to this world. We've got to teach them something. Peace walk, loving our heart, singing, chatting, knowing that there's life on this Mother Earth with that water. Knowing that the snow melts, the rain will sink in the ground. Knowing that it's going to be pure from the wells that we're going to be drinking out of. But we're the people here and everywhere else that's doing the same ceremony that we're doing with the fire, sweat lodge, sundance. This morning, we're going to be walking and singing and doing a lot of things on top of that. Because we're the ones who's going to make that footsteps heard. We're the nations. We're all the nations. We have seen our sun come up. We pray for our Mother Earth and water and fire and our food. We pray for the warmth from our upper, our God, to give us that strength with that water, the offering we make. Every morning, give that blessing to our upper. Every morning, we wake up in a good way. Sometimes, 
it's hard to get out of bed because of the cold weather. But if you sleep with your clothes on, just yeah. roll right out. Yeah. How the temple ended up being here because of the, the prisons, Creech Air Force Base, and the nuclear test site. The Air Force chose this place for the drone training because of the the uh, this topography is very much like the Hindu Kush mountains in Afghanistan and Pakistan, so the pilots could get used to the the, the train. Mm. They train, and about the time. I started coming here on a regular basis in 2009. I also started visiting Afghanistan on a regular basis. And this is, it's striking and I feel, yeah. you know, I really feel almost like I'm there when I, when I see these mountains. Especially because of the internet, I'm able to, I'm in touch with, 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 with friends uh, whose lives were, uh, were disrupted 20 years ago when the United States invaded. Um, 21 years ago, the United States invaded Afghanistan. And again, after ruining the country, the United States leaving. Uh, so I have friends who are in despair and, and in, in Afghanistan and friends who have escaped um, in Europe and friends in Canada and, also, and friends who I have no idea where they are. And I just pray for healing of that country, of the whole nation, healing of our country, repentance for our, for our country. <clears throat> and for the individual people that I know and have in my heart, I hope they find a safe haven and healing. After a smudge of sage and a walk around the fire, I went for a walkabout in the cool desert air and then to breakfast. We circled up at the Sekhmet parking lot and prepared for the day's walk, 15 miles from Cactus Spring to the Peace Camp, across from the entrance to the Nevada nuclear test site. Each of us dedicated our day's walk to a person of importance. Vera, a Nevada desert experience leader, got us started. I would like to bring the spirit and the smile of Charles Anderson, my father, along this journey with me and the spirit of creativity and imagination. Uh, I would like to bring my sister, Veronica Lynn Rodriguez. I'd like to bring my brother-in-law, Gary Hansen, a Vietnam vet. And I, I want to bring the spirit that, and the leadership that uh, Martin Luther King could bestow on all of us also. Uh, I'd like to again invite uh, Pat Hornack in and also invite uh, the East River Park Defenders and the, uh, and the Atlantic City Forest Defenders and uh, especially Tortuguita, who was killed by the Atlantic City Police. I'd like to invite Ruben Pasijas, the most beautiful man I've ever known. Uh, Dennis Duval, formerly of Prescott, Arizona, has been in the circle many times over the years. Uh, he is uh, Veterans for Peace. He's presently serving a 60-day sentence uh, in 
a jail in Germany for his protest of the U.S. nuclear weapons at the base at Buchel. And uh, he would like to be remembered here, I'm sure. I would like to invent, invite my friend Keith Bangor, who is, uh, belongs here, but he can only be here in spirit. I would like to invite Michael Patrick O'Connor and Isaac Jacob Myers, two great scholars. I'd like to invite my great-grandparents and Endurance. I'd like to invite three strong women from my family, um, my grandmother Estella, my Aunt Diane, both who have passed, and my mother Donna Sue, who's going to be 90 this year, and also some veterans from my family, um, specifically Uncle Jack and Uncle Dave, Sam and uh, Tony, and others remembering today. I invite my brave and courageous daughter, Emma, and my Quaker friend, Jessica Bucciarelli. <laughs> I'll bring my husband, Gino, who had to go to work today. I called my wife and BCR co-host, Rebecca McKean, to let her know how I was doing. Darcy Ike passed by, and I handed him the phone to say hello. Darcy, the very tall, older gentleman who I talked to at the Martin Luther King statue back on Sunday, had just returned from a minor heart issue he suffered on Monday. Later on that day, he would suffer a full-blown attack. He was taken to a Las Vegas hospital by Creech Air Force Base Ambulance. Later, we found out from Rich Bishop that that weekend, Darcy had pulled out his heart monitors and left the hospital, drove home to attend the funeral of a friend. We're almost at the end. Hello. Hello. The rest of the day was uneventful. A long walk. So you, you, you haven't been walking the whole way, right? No, no, I just joined up. Um, so, right. so three like miles three ago. miles ago. All right, I don't want to talk to you. I know. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. You've, you, you've you been walking most of the way. I, I walked all day. Yes. Yeah. All day? Yeah. I'm how tired. How are you feeling? Tired. <laughs> my feet hurt. Uh, yeah, my feet hurt too. But, but good. Yeah. Yeah. Almost there. Yeah, almost there. Nevada test site. The end of this road. Then I walked back to Vera and Brian, who were bringing up the rear. You guys are the caboose. We are. You know you're the caboose? Yeah. How are you feeling? We're almost there. Delighted. Tommy, physically, how are you feeling? Good. I have a lot of energy. My feet are aching just a little, too, yeah. a little bit in the left knee, but for the most part, I feel like after I stretch, I'll be good. I'm, I have a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you're young, <laughs> but I do too. I feel good. Right? How you feeling? Good. Good. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I, I'm worried about Darcy and being not being able to communicate on the telephone to try to find out what's going on. But all the indications are that he's okay. That's all indications. Still, yeah. okay. so, so. and he was so high this morning. I, he was just yeah. really, oh yeah, happy and. He's and a, I introduced him to my wife. Yes. <laughs> Good. Said hello. Yeah. Um, this, this walking is pretty amazing, except for my feet. I feel pretty good. Enter with the caboose. Entering the last half mile, I could hear Johnny Bob's drumming at the peace camp, urging us on. 
Then something burst in my left big toe, biggest blister I'd ever experienced. Hey, when you go across here, come on, you should go across here. Watch your step, there's a lot of broken glass, but when you get over there, make sure part of the ritual is to touch Johnny Bob's shoulder. All right, got it. The peace camp. Overlooked the entrance to the massive Nevada nuclear test site on the other side of the highway. A little bit about the peace camp. It began in the 1970s. Activists established a permanent outpost on 600 acres near the test site. Protesters included people who lived east of the test site, downwinders, who suffered radiation poisoning, peace activists, and western Shoshone Indians who claimed the land under an 1863 treaty. Supplies must be brought into the peace camp as there's no water or electricity. From 1986 to 1994, there were 500 demonstrations involving over 37,000 protesters. 15,740 of them were arrested. In a single action in 1988, almost 9,000 protesters gathered with over 2,000 arrests. Ran into the devil and he loaned me 20 bills. That night, a group of us brought water to the peace camp and stayed a while to listen to Silver singing at the campfire. After which I returned to my bed at Segment. Friend of mine, if I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. On Friday, we would visit Yucca Mountain, where the U.S. stores its massive amounts of nuclear waste. And then the final destination of the Sacred Peace Walk protests and arrests at the White Line, entrance to the Nevada nuclear test site. 